This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Vladimir Putin has accused Mr. Biden and the United States of America for conducting secret bioweapon studies, preparation in Ukraine. But Mr. Biden has come out today and said, no, that's a false flag. In other words, accusing Mr. Putin of being wrong. And yet, if you listen to the news, you find out that indeed there is a lot of this bioweapon, biological investigation and studies and so on that have been going on in Ukraine. And yes, it appears the United States is mixed up in it. So who's right? Are they both right? Are they both wrong? And what is a false flag anyway? When someone brings up an accusation in order to try to cover what they themselves are going to do, is that what it is? But how about this? A Russian military official captured in Ukraine has appeared in a video explaining that soldiers were told when they were assigned to invade their neighbor, Ukraine, that Nazis had taken over the regime and their job was to root out the evil influence. He says, now I know better. He explained that soldiers took by their superiors to attack Ukraine had been informed that Ukraine was a fascist regime and they had to fix that. He said they were told Nazis has, had seized power and the aim of the Russian aggression was to get rid of that regime. Now, he said, I feel shame that we came to this country. What is actually happening, he said, is genocide. The people are just being killed. Shame that we came. On the other hand, the CDC director just a week ago made a startling set of omissions. In a candid interview at her alma mater, Rochelle Walensky, Director Rochelle Walensky, made a number of significant admissions about her agency's messaging and handling of data during the deadly COVID-19 pandemic, affirming the concerns of many health scientists who have been censored and maligned over the past two years as purveyors of misinformation, when in fact, Dr. Malisky, Joe Biden, the CDC, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Collins, were all deliverers of misinformation. I suppose that many of us, if not most of us, have heard the phrase, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Or the kettle calling the pot black. It seems that we have a lot of kettles calling the pot black these days. Whether it's Vladimir Putin or Joe Biden or Dr. Walensky, Dr. Collins, Dr. Fauci, it just seems like trust has fallen on very, very hard times. And truth is extremely scarce. If you cannot trust your leaders, 
then who can you trust? And how far down the pathway, from the top to the bottom, do you come to the place where there's somebody you can trust? It appears now, increasingly, you can't trust the leaders of your school districts because they are not telling the truth. So many of them are not telling the truth. They have ulterior motives. They have secondary agendas, whether it's wokeism or whatever it happens to be. And it seems that almost every level we've come to the place where we can't trust anybody. Now, that's a dangerous place to be, especially if you're landing in, living in a land called the land of the free that now is becoming only the home of the brave because we cannot trust. Today on Viewpoint, we're not going to look just at the issue of trust and not just at the issue of betrayal of trust, but we're going to look at the hard facts concerning that as it relates to COVID and the vaccines. I hope you'll stay tuned, friends, because what we're about to share with you here today will be quite eye-opening, maybe heart-rending, certainly very troubling. And the question will be, okay, now what do we do? Who can we trust? Well, ultimately, friend, you can only trust God. It's coming to the place where, as the psalmist once said, it is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in men. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes and potentates and pastors and popes and, you know, prime ministers, politicians, whatever. It's better to trust the Lord. And did you know that the greatest issue of our time as we move increasingly toward the second coming of Jesus Christ, is going to be the test of our trust. There is no other trial that is going to come close. That is the essence of the trials that are coming. Now, they may come in in different forms, but the real issue is your trust is going to be tested. Your confidence is going to be tested. And that's why here on Viewpoint, every single day, we attempt in using the vehicle of the issues of our time to apply the scriptures in such a way that we can be strengthened, we can be encouraged, we can be challenged, we can be brought to repentance, we can be brought to a place where we're stronger than we were when we came to the program and that's the purpose. That, my friends, is the purpose of the whole Bible. Yes, it's to bring us to a place of salvation, but ultimately, salvation itself is based upon trust in God and in his Son, Jesus Christ. It's all about trust. So the wonderful song, Trust and Obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey, might very well serve as your watch song, so to speak, for the rest of your life. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. When we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. So, 
If we're going to live that way, our word must mean something. When we speak, we must say what we mean, mean what we say, or we're untrustworthy. And if you and I, who profess the name of Christ, are untrustworthy to one degree or another, by implication, as people look at you, look at me, they say God's untrustworthy too, because we're supposed to be emulating him. You begin to see how this works. There's a cascading law of unintended consequences that completely erodes not only trust in our systems, in our government, in ourselves, but also in God himself. Now, that's pretty dangerous. When we get back, we take a look at COVID and the trust issue. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. It's fascinating, but it appears that Vladimir Putin may have cured COVID worldwide. Have you noticed that? The news media doesn't even talk about it anymore. Why? We need to think about that. Why? It's not because COVID has disappeared. Yes, it's diminished, but it hasn't disappeared. It's because of the directions that were taken, the words that were spoken, the directions that were impressed upon we the people, not only in this country, but all over the world, were in large measure false. And they don't want to talk about it. They'd rather talk about something else to divert your attention to another issue of comparatively false discussions, even with regard to Russia and with regard to Ukraine, and with regard to the motivations of either side, and the background that's involved that nobody really wants to talk about. There's a lot more going on here, friends, than meets the eye, or than we in popular culture and popular response are prone to admit. In fact, the real truth is being hidden. And there are reasons for that, just like there were reasons why the real truth concerning COVID and the vaccines was intentionally being hidden by those we were supposed to be able to trust to the max. The CDC director made a startling set of admissions on March 3rd. She admitted, among other things, at the Washington University Medical School, her alma mater there in St. Louis, that the CDC exercised too little caution and too much optimism about the effectiveness of the vaccines in preventing infection, transmission, and deaths. Well, that's a euphemistic and sweet way of saying, we didn't tell you the truth. We didn't tell you the truth 
about the effectiveness of the vaccines. We didn't tell you the truth about what they would do, would they prevent infection, or whether they would prevent transmission or death. We didn't tell you the truth. That's what she's really saying. She said she was proud of the ability to get data out, describing a new modern data assimilation and analysis system. But that comment is very significant in light of the recent admission of another CDC official to the New York Times that the agency withheld most of its data regarding COVID-19, including data regarding the adverse effects of the vaccines. They just decided they didn't want you to hear it. They didn't want the American people to know it because it would interfere with another agenda. What was that agenda? Well, it was the agenda of getting everybody vac- uh, vaccinated on the basis that it was going to keep you from getting the virus, it would keep you from transmitting the virus, and it would keep you most likely from death. What has been discovered is that none of those things were true. And they even knew they were not true. The CDC and establishment media emphasized the data regarding cases and deaths, said Volinsky. The unintended impacts of pandemic mitigation need to be taken into account, she said. Well, you're kidding. The CDC, Center for Disease Control, was supposed to take into account the negative effects of the so-called vaccine, which was not a vaccine, which they knew was not a vaccine, and therefore they had to change the definition of vaccine in order to keep calling it a vaccine? Are you beginning to see the problem here? There was no effort to tell the truth, not even to be even a smidgen transparent. It was all about propaganda. Now, that's not all. The CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, made remarks essentially admitting that people who were already unwell were the ones dying from the virus, even if they were vaccinated. Ah, not true. The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75% occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities, she said, Oh, so it wasn't COVID that killed them. It was four or more comorbidities that killed them. Oh, but they had to keep the numbers up, claiming that everybody who died in 2000, 2001, died from COVID. Why? Because they had to market the vaccines. Why did they have to market the vaccines? For two reasons. Control, to override the Constitution, to override freedom, purportedly for security or health, and to keep the massive monies flowing to the pharmaceuticals that were underwriting underwriting the Democratic Party or the Democrat Party. 
Walensky then admitted the reality of seasonal viruses, which had been true since forever. Some people are just going to be more vulnerable to viruses no matter what precautions we take, she said. All the precautions and rules and mandates and mitigation efforts have not stopped people from contracting and dying from COVID, she said. Well, what she basically was admitting, among other things there, is, hey, the flu just about disappeared for the past two years. Whatever happened to the seasonal flu? Oh, it was all called COVID. Why was it all called COVID? Because there had to be a reason for doing that. The reason was to market or propagandize the public in order to drive fear into the public that you have to get these jabs or else you are going to die. Now, they're telling us that approximately 900,000 Americans died from COVID. It's just absolutely unmitigated untruth. How many Russians have died uh, in the war in Ukraine? It depends on who you talk to. Everybody has a different reason for giving you a different number. How many Ukrainians have died? Nobody really knows. It depends on who you talk to and why they're giving you the information or withholding the information. So Dr. Robert Malone stepped into the gap. He put his reputation on the line, big time. It cost him dearly. Who is Dr. Robert Malone? Well, he was the founder of of the mRNA technology platform that was used in the Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna vaccines. Here's what he said after hearing the statement made by Dr. CDC Director Dr. Ro- Rochelle Wilinski. He said, I'm to the point now where I have no faith in these kinds of words. I want to be shown the information. The key inventor of the MRN technology platform said, it's time now to show us the real data. That's the only thing that matters. Belinsky admitted that she and her agency mischaracterized science in a way that was significant, Malone said. She's still not going all the way to acknowledge that the government is not the sole arbiter of truth and that she is not the bastion of truth. He said, we're not seeing anything that indicates remorse, humility, or recognition. Malone said, Walensky is taking no ownership of the overt advocacy on behalf of the pharmaceutical and and vaccine industry done by the CDC. He said, the reputation of the CDC has been destroyed. Basically, he said, Walensky has overseen the weaponization of the CDC to serve a political agenda. And we can't excuse it. Oh, but friends, are you sure that that's not happening in Ukraine? Don't answer too quickly. Because we're propagandized with regard to that as well. 
But what we do know is there's massive fallout that is coming as a result of the attack by Russia on Ukraine. Regardless of who was right or wrong and what the motivational reasons were. The reality is it has had the effect of fulfilling biblical prophecy. It's had the effect of setting up and uniting the Western resurrecting Roman Empire as a body against the North, i.e. Russia, that is foretold in the scriptures in two different places it's going to be a major part of the final two or one big battles of history. The Battle of Gog and Magog, Ezekiel 38, and the Battle of Armageddon. This is happening notwithstanding the lying, the deception, the propagandizing, the lack of truth. The false flags is happening anyway. In the same way, the issue with regard to COVID and the vaccines has done something dramatic in world history. What has it done? Well, it has amazingly accomplished the willingness of the peoples of this planet to give up their freedoms. To give up their freedoms for just about any reason. And those who choose security over freedom deserve neither security nor freedom, said Benjamin Franklin. But that's what's happened. Regardless of the truth of it, regardless of whether the vaccines were true or not, the reality is this has been used to accomplish the otherwise seemingly impossible effort to choreograph the citizens of our planet to yield to a new world order. And Klaus Schwab saw right through it and said, we have to push this vaccine, we have to push COVID, this is the engine that we're going to use. Now, as that engine is disappearing, friends, do you know what's coming next? No, it's it's not Russia and Ukraine, that's an intervening thing. It's setting up a geopolitical stage in fulfillment of biblical prophecy. But what's coming next is climate control. Why do you think Joe Biden was unwilling to reestablish petroleum access in the United States of America? When we, when he took office, we were at the top of the world, the number one producer of oil and gas in the world. He took it all away. Why did he do that? Climate control. Do you really think humankind can control the climate? What effect we have on the climate is minuscule. Should we do everything we can in reasonable ways to uh, 
uh, take reasonable care of the planet and uh, be cons- Yes, we should. That would even be a Christian thing to do. But to take on this idea that we're now worshiping Mother Earth and that she is the one to be observed, not Father God. You see, climate change then and environmentalism becomes the next great sin. Yet Francis Collins... The former National Institutes of Health director, claiming to be a Christian, mocked evangelical Christians for rejecting the COVID jab. You see, we've got a problem. We have a real problem. And these things are being used now, choreographed, to usher in the final events of world history. Is it called the Great Reset, the New World Order, global government? so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. He claimed it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Those were the words of President Joe Biden and also Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. The reality is, it wasn't true. Evidence shows that Biden's claim that COVID vaccines protected people was flat out wrong. Despite promises from President Biden and top health officials that COVID-19 jabs would prevent serious illness, death, and perhaps even transmission of the virus, The data indicate that thousands of Americans are dying even now from the illnesses even after having been vaccinated. And striking evidence is coming from, surprisingly, California, Georgia, Illinois, where a third of the people dying with COVID had been vaccinated. Some had even had their third booster shot. Then this report came from Israel which was being looked to as one of the most uh, trustworthy systems, medical systems, concerning the uh, vaccine and the virus. Are Israeli hospitals really overloaded with unvaccinated COVID patients? According to Professor Yaakov Jaris, director of a hospital's coronavirus ward, the situation is just the opposite. He said most of our severe cases are vaccinated. They had at least three injections. Between 70 and 80% of the serious cases are vaccinated. 
Just 20 to 25% of our patients are unvaccinated. Just the opposite of what Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci kept telling us. And those, what Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden told us, was echoed over and over by the governors of our state, the mayors of our cities, the heads of our uh, school districts and so on. Look how they followed the Pied Piper. They knew nothing of the truth. They just regurgitated the propaganda that they thought they could and should be able to trust, but they couldn't. That's the problem, you see. When we don't tell the truth, in whole or in part, we become untrustworthy. Fortunately, God is trustworthy, my friend. You and I must be convinced that God is trustworthy. When everything else cannot be trusted, when nobody else can be trusted, we must trust God. And your trust is going to be put to the ultimate test if you're then living when that infamous mark of the beast is brought forward, which could be much sooner than later. That's why you might seriously consider getting a copy of my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Really. It's not just about information. Oh, it's, it's loaded with information. But it's about you. It's about me. Because, you see, the information by itself isn't going to do us one bit of good. It's only when we apply it. Only when it becomes personal. That's when it begins to make a difference. And as talk show hosts across the country have interviewed me concerning that book, almost every one of them have told me, wow, this book is very different than what I expected. This book is really about me. Now, if you want a book that's going to make a difference while actually informing you in a, in a well, a way that you possibly would never be able to understand until you read it. And I urge you to get a copy, $22, on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Again, the name of the book, Antichrist, how to identify the coming imposter. All right. Dr. Andrew Hill, a senior visiting research fellow in the Department of Pharmacology and Therapeutics at the University of Liverpool in England. He's the one we're talking about now. At a time when the nations of the world were recording about 15,000 COVID deaths a day, Dr. Andrew Hill of the University of Liverpool was about to publish an, a detailed analysis for the World Health Organization and other leading health agencies indicating the remarkable effectiveness of repurposed drug uh, drugs uh, like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine in treating COVID-19. that was reducing hospitalizations by some 80%. But, but... When he published his highly influential preprint paper on January 18th of this year, 
he stated conclusion, it didn't match the study findings. Actually, it was June 18th, January 18th of last year. Instead of urging physicians around the world who were desperate for solutions to try the safe and effective drugs, like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, Hill wrote, quote, ivermectin should be validated in larger, appropriately controlled, randomized trials before the results are sufficient for review by regulatory authorities, unquote. In other words, what he said was, don't bother with ivermectin. It's years down the road. Nobody's going to test this anyway. But it didn't end there. A colleague, Dr. Tess Lawry, confronted Dr. Hill in a remarkable Zoom video conversation that was recorded in a documentary produced by Oracle Films. Dr. Lawry, the director of the Evidence-Based Medicine Consultancy at the University uh, in Bath, England, got Dr. Hill to admit that his nonprofit sponsors, Unitaid, pressured him to alter his conclusion. Now, Unitaid bills itself as a global health agency, but it's funded by vaccine promoters such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which had committed $120 million to an expensive ivermectin competitor, a Merck drug called Molnipiravir, whatever it is. In other words, it's all about money. This doctor, respected Dr. Hill, literally changed his report for money. He not only changed it a little bit, he changed it dramatically because he was pressured for money. And we wonder why we have a war of words going on concerning COVID and vaccines and so on. The majority of the planet, of the peoples, have been, unfortunately, suckers, deceived, intentionally deceived, for power, perks, and position. Then, the EU. The European Union's top health agency is warning that getting boosted every four months could harm the immune system's ability to fight off disease. It's not appropriate or sustainable, they said. Did you hear that? Getting repeated booster shots every four months could keep your immune system from being able to fight off disease. Of course it could, if you knew anything about viruses and vaccines, but you weren't being told that. Why? Because they had to be marketed to fill the coffers of Pfizer and Moderna and J&J, whoever else was producing vaccines, and the politicians who were receiving the largesse from those companies. This is sheer wickedness, my friends. Dr. Peter McCullough, another very, very highly respected doctor, has come out and said just a couple of days ago, according to the CDC's own data, don't let your kids get the COVID vaccine. 
Don't let them get it. It's too dangerous. Then, how many times were we told that the mRNA vaccine had nothing to do with your DNA, did not affect the DNA, was not concerned with the DNA, false. A new study has found that the mRNA COVID vaccine integrates itself into human cellular DNA. That means, listen to this, that means that a shot of the Pfizer vaccine taken even just once permanently changes the DNA of affected cells. The Pfizer mRNA vaccine changes our genetic code that determines how our organisms operate that you inherited from your mom and dad, and now your DNA was charged from what your mom and dad gave you by adding a mysterious edit from Pfizer. Your organism acts in accordance with your DNA program, and now, well, the program has been hacked and modified by Pfizer, and you opened yourself to it. And your doctors and the leaders above them lied to you. Most of the doctors made no effort whatsoever to discover the truth. They just accepted what the CDC said. They didn't want to buck. They just decided to accept it. Were they culpable? Well, in my estimation, a doctor is charged with understanding the latest with regard to anything that he's going to recommend to his patients. He should have investigated further, but they didn't. Another official says that fully vaccinated people now account for 9 of 10 COVID deaths. Fully vaccinated people, 9 of 10 COVID deaths. The Pfizer shot makes teens seven times more likely to suffer myocarditis. Seven times. And that's just up till now. These problems are likely to continue and increase because of the DNA change. And we're really not through yet. This is Viewpoint. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. As many of you have been listening to this program long, 
know that a few years ago I wrote a book called Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. Now, deception comes in many, many forms. It's not just about COVID. It's not about just about false flags coming from various countries to try to gain position in wars and rumors of wars. No, it's happening even in our churches. It's happening in the name of Christ. It's happening even through many of our Christian magazines and newspapers. It's grievous. I subscribe to a number of them and read them every single week or month as they come out. And I see the classic areas of deception. It's unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. But it's happening. It's happening everywhere. I want to urge you to seriously consider getting a copy of that book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. You see, Jesus said that this is exactly what would happen in these end times. That deception would be so rampant that the majority of people on this planet will be grossly deceived. They'll be so grossly deceived that they'll receive a counterfeit Christ. Even professing Christians will receive him. Jewish people will receive him. It's, it's just bringing tears to my eyes because I, I, I am so deeply invested in trying to woo, to warn, and to prepare people. And by the way, if you value this program, I hope you'll do what one listener uh, is doing. I just received a card yesterday or the other day. Thanks so much for being the voice that we need so very much. I've given out your information at least a hundred times since I first started listening to you in 2001. I refer many to your fact sheets. Well, praise the Lord for that. Another says, hi, Chuck. Thank you so much for continuing to be a voice for truth about the times we are in. I appreciate those little notes. I really do. In this day and age, we need all the encouragement we can get, don't we? And that's what we try to do here on Viewpoint. Some might say, well, you're not encouraging me. You're just scaring me. No, we have to know the truth, friends. You can run, but you can't hide. You can play like a two-year-old, put your hand over your face and say, look, Ma, you can't see me. But you're still there. So as Christians, we can't hide. We need to know the truth. We need to know the truth of what's happening in our world. We also need to know the truth, even the more so, of what God says about it. And that's why we talk about it here on this program. All of it. We don't hide. We're not here to give you sweet nothings. We're not here to just make people feel good and jump for joy every day. No, we want you to be prepared. We want you to be prepared. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for your feet. Mm -hmm. That's the message of the Bible from beginning to end. So, Get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints. It's a uh, $20 book. I think it's $20, but it's, it's yours for $15. Anyway, $15 on our website, saveus.org. 
saveus.org. Actually, I think it's an $18 book. $15 on our website, saveus.org. You can give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Write a check at $5 for postage and handling now. The FDA, Federal Drug Administration, is trying to block, withhold 55,000 pages on the vaccine from the public in spite of a court order. Weeks after a federal judge ordered the Food and Drug Administration to get Americans the data it relied upon when it approved the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, the FDA and Pfizer were still balking. Why? Would you like to know why? Because they didn't want you to know what the data really was. Why is that? Because it wasn't good. So they said, well, how about us just providing 500 pages a month starting on May 1st? So that ultimately they could hit the level of 55,000 pages. Well, that plan would have taken 76 years to produce all the records. So the court said, no way. That's insanity. Now, I understand that the FDA just regurgitated something like 10,000 pages out of 55,000. Why is it they don't want to get the information out? They want to delay and delay and delay so that it doesn't affect their vaccination sales. They're, the only thing they're concerned about is money, the flow of money. They have no liability because the government, Joe Biden, gave them an excuse without having to sustain legal liability, no matter what happened. The World Tribune gives us this information that came out last month. As the vax mandates were hitting, younger people began dying in greater numbers. Mortality worsened in 2021 versus 2020, despite widespread vaccinations. And the spike in mortality among younger working-age individuals coincided with vaccine mandates. In other words, the young were dying more from the vaccines. Pretty interesting. But that's not all. The insurance industry now has validated across the board that people suffering, dying, or being terribly uh, stricken by the vaccines is causing their liability, their insurance liability, to go up dramatically. It's being driven by the vaccines. Now, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, a ranking member of the Senate's Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations, has written to the Department of Defense demanding to know whether it has been concealing details about the myocarditis complications of the COVID shots soldiers have been ordered to take. 
This is a big deal, friends. A very big deal. An attorney by the name of Thomas Renz, who revealed the Defense Department data in a panel hosted by Senator Ron Johnson in January, said he is sending his documentation to every congressperson, governor, state attorney general, and as many as other elected officials as possible throughout the nation. He is demanding the officials look at the facts and take a stand, requesting an immediate lifting of vaccine mandates for military personnel. Do you realize that this has put our nation, the security of our nation at risk, big time? The dishonesty, the dissimulation, the prevarication, the lying? Then comes this. Please try to hold yourself and by, by the way, Twitter just suspended John Solomon's account for a story on peer-reviewed COVID study. In other words, Twitter didn't want the public to hear the truth. They did everything they could to keep those who were on their Twitter feeds from hearing the truth from John Solomon. Here's the headline. Vaccines are best way to depopulate. Bill Gates admits that the vaccines are for human depopulation. According to him, to stabilize the world population, 350,000 people must be eliminated from the planet per day. Then came this. People become the plague. Bill Gates developing a needleless vaccine that spreads like a virus to the unvaccinated. This new research funded by the U.S. National Institutes of Health and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation aims to develop a needleless vaccine that can spread like a virus rather than have to be injected, leaving no way for anyone to remain unvaccinated. The goal is to create a vaccine that people catch with their consent or without their consent and without the need for injection. The vaccine would be passed from one person to the next like a cold, in other words. A paper on the subject claims that contagious vaccines will be slightly less deadly than traditional injections, but not non-lethal. They will still be able to kill. Some people will die who would otherwise have lived, though fewer people will die overall. The issue is there is no consent for vaccination for the majority of the patients. Like fluoridated water, needleless vaccines would be administered by force using methods that leave people unable to opt out. Are you listening? We have to trust elected officials to examine the likely health benefits and make decisions based on the evidence. Self-spreading vaccines could easily be turned into bioweapons, warns the scientist. Well, all that's music to the ears of Bill Gates, who has been working diligently for decades to force vaccinate the entire planet through any means possible. Why? 
because he wants to reduce the population. But, Dr. Felipe Lenzos, a senior lecturer in science and internationally secure at King's College London, said such a self-spreading weapon may prove uncontrollable and irreversible. Would make it possible to unleash self-spreading vac vaccines for hijackers to turn them into biological weapons, assuming they're not already biological weapons to begin with. Maybe that's what's being developed over there in Ukraine. I'm just guessing, my friend. I'm not saying that as a truth. There's some reason why the United States doesn't want the world to know, doesn't want you to know what we're involved with there in Ukraine. There was some reason why Dr. Fauci and the CDC and the National Institutes of Health did not want the American people or the world to know what we were doing in the Wuhan lab in China. You know, the Wuhan virus? As one wrote, Bill Gates is one who is a big fan of massive world depopulation. Someone else wondered at the ease with which monsters like Gates just continue to unveil death devices after death devices, all cloaked as things that supposedly help to save lives. Let's put it this way, said the writer of this article, I'm sure, the elites would love to make a bug that would cause harm to others without fail, but God made the human body with an awesome, powerful immune system that is very hard not to crack if your body gets what it needs, nutrition-wise. Well, there, my friends, is some hope. I hope you're taking seriously keeping your body healthy. I hope you are. I certainly am. I want to keep that immune system strong, hyped up, and I don't want there to be anything to intervene. By the same token, I'm even more concerned about the intervention of the virus of sin. It's an even deeper killer. Thanks for joining us. Get a copy of uh, Antichrist. Get a copy of Seduction of the Saints. Become a partner with us, friends. Send your gifts by faith to Save America Ministries. Do it today. Don't delay. Nobody else is doing it. You join with us. And let's get the truth out. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.